There's no three. No. It's not the 360. Controllers. Controllers. All right, what's up, YouTube? Hey, what's happening? Look all at right. all these controllers. Yeah, uh, you know, here's, there, here's the updates on the 360. The hood's in the back, I think. Oh, sweet. I was told that it arrived yesterday, so we're going to go get lighting's right coming. Go I got fish. There. I don't know. I think Elliot might be uh, shipping some more fish today uh, for tomorrow. Not 100% sure, but we'll see. Uh, follow Facebook, you'll see. All right, so what are you going to see today? It was called, a, you named it like a history of controllers, right? Yeah, something like that. The or Dave put a brief history of controllers, and I put where we were and where we're going. So what you're really going to see today is fireworks. Like, yeah, this is bang, like a hotly, boom, hotly debated thing, man. Yeah. I don't know. Like, people just go crazy about this topic. So, you're going to see some fireworks. So, hopefully, uh, like, uh, there'll be a big finale somewhere in here. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but really, what you're going to see is a journey of like 15 years, or actually 16, I guess. Yeah. Of uh, my own experience with controllers. And you're going to hear why this is like the hardest product out there to produce. Uh, mm. It's kind of the final frontier products, in fact. I got a bunch of notes here because I'm I mean, like it was like I tried to get 15 years of the stuff in here. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, so, Final Frontier, like everybody has glued a pump to a cylinder and made a skimmer. Yep. Everybody has glued a boat control prop to a motor and made a power head. Yeah, was you. Everybody <laughs> has grew, glued a LED to a board and made a light. Lots uh, of people. Yeah, uh, not everyone has made a functional controller, but a no. lot of people have tried. Yeah. Right? Well, people are still trying. I think Charlie says that he's been been working on some of his own stuff in his own house, but mainly he uses it to control Christmas lights. But he said there's <laughs> applications if he wanted to. Uh, but he does say that it is a pretty, pretty hard task. So experience out there just in the world will tell you the amount of people that have tried and the amount of people that have been successful. Uh, uh, but there have been a bunch of successes. So we're going to talk about the successes today. We're going to talk about some of the challenges. We're going to talk about my own experience. Well, one of the things I really wanted to share, and uh, I don't know, we're going to get it out today, is the terrible, awful experience we had with the Cerebro. Behind the scenes stuff. And oh, all yeah. That. So you're going to hear yeah. that, that garbage. I haven't told that story yet. No, you're going to hear some some of it today, yeah. a good portion of it anyway. Uh, the part where I'm not swearing, at least. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we'll share my personal journey with uh, controllers. Uh, some of it as a reefer, but also what you get to hear today is a little bit of, uh, as the owner of Bulk Resupply, the behind the scenes component of it. You'll get to hear that as well. Uh, and uh, you know what's kind of cool too is you get to hear a little bit on how we select gear here at BRS to yeah. sell, which has changed over the years, by the way. Yeah, so uh, there's just kind of a, a different things. So you'll you'll hear that. Uh, we're also bringing in the Hydros and the GHA, uh, GHL controllers. So uh, it's been a long time coming for both of them. You're gonna hear why. I think some of you will find it pretty interesting. I mean, there's GHLs that we've been testing, and I see them over here in the back. Uh, our guys have had down tanks for months now. Yeah, so here's the thing is the GHL controllers come up pretty much quarterly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every quarter, like doing an evaluation. You're going to hear all about that today. Uh, and uh, I don't know. If you're interested in controllers, man, this is the episode. We're going to talk all kinds about them. Uh, and I'm going to share a little bit in the timeline. So we're going to start in the beginning of this for me because, uh, I don't know. Where else just, do you start? <laughs> yeah, it just seemed like the way to start. So this timeline is not when all of these things came out. It's Your, as I experienced yeah, yeah. it. So, like, uh, I'll be curious to where, see where you chime in. Where About you start seven or eight years after you. There, there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right, so not so specific. Don't, uh, you know, flame us because one thing came out before another one. I acknowledge that right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's start with the very first one here. I had to find this thing on eBay, actually. This is pretty cool. Yeah. 
So this thing is called the Octopus, uh, I guess, 3000. And I had to like dig back in my memory a little bit for this. It's Raise your hand if anybody has seen the Octopus 3000. This has not the like Reef Octopus skimmer, no affiliation no. there, uh, or Coral View. This is just uh, the Octopus. It looks like they have, I see the B and C connectors for the pH probe and like X10 and on it. Another, yeah, there's yeah. a temperature thing in there too. I mean, that is hitting already, hitting a lot of the buttons. I mean, that looks like an ancient piece of history to me, but okay. it's hitting a lot of the controller buttons that we see today. So this is where I found that thing. It was uh, in my uh, favorite Marine Depot catalog. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. so like I had bought something from Marine Depot, it was in there and I'm like searching through and like, aquarium controller yeah oh, that sounds cool yeah you know like uh so here's the thing man like i like gear and uh part of me just really wanted to buy it uh but there what, were some barriers i never did what was the price range around there i don't remember uh, maybe somebody out there can remember what it was uh, apparently a decade later on ebay it's worth 149 dollars british pounds uh or british pounds i guess <laughs> uh but uh here's the thing First off, it was kind of out of my price range at the time. Yeah. Right. So like I would have been reaching to get this thing. This right? was like when you had your 90s. Yeah, I had my 90. Okay. Yep. Your 90. Yeah. Uh, and uh, here's the big thing is uh, I didn't really understand what it did. You know, so I can see it did pH or whatever, but I couldn't like get the value matrix right. of like how am I? I mean, I, you can break yourself for anything at any time. Like I'll save up because I want it bad enough. I don't know. Yeah. I just couldn't figure out what it did enough to do that. Mm, mm. And because I couldn't figure out what it did to justify it, wasn't for me. Yeah, there's a lot of things uh, outside of this hobby that I, I probably have a heck of a benefit in my own life. Mm. I just don't, I haven't made the connection yet. Yeah, you haven't like put the dots of like, how is this thing going to bring value to your mm -hmm. life? And. I don't know, to be fair, I mean, I was just looking at it in a catalog, so how can I possibly get that out that of it? That probably applies to a lot of people in aquarium controllers, though. Some people just don't know what, what they're capable of or how they can actually benefit from it. Uh, you're gonna hear that a little bit today. I mean, riddled throughout, like, yeah. why would anybody get a controller? I, I don't know, you yeah. certainly don't need one to be successful, so uh, what would be the reason I get it? What kind of value is gonna bring you to my mm. life? You'll probably hear that somewhere yeah. riddled, riddled within this. Uh, but I must not have been the only one who didn't get it uh, because it doesn't exist now. <laughs> okay. So it's gone, I don't know. Uh, now, uh, the next one up here was about the same time, and I don't know if this is the right shot or not, but like Neptune came out with the Aqua Controller. Oh, yeah, and this went from yeah. like the Aqua Controller all the way up to like the Aqua Controller 3 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that the 3 came one. out, I think, much later. Yeah. So uh, I believe, anyway. So uh, at the same time, I didn't get it. You know, I like it was the same thing with the Octopus. It was kind of expensive. No, I've I didn't seen that get one the value. before in my, in my time in the hobby. Oh, really? Uh, in use on my buddy's tanks. Oh. I believe in Kansas or the or the fish store in Kansas. Yeah, I'll be curious. Somebody chime in and say if that's actually the first one or not. I was just kind of searching the internet <laughs> yep. to get some pictures to get an idea. Uh, so uh, I also didn't get the value on this one, so it wasn't for me. However, Neptune is a U.S.-based comp uh, company. And I was actually told the reason that Neptune exists was he was trying to, Kurt over there was trying to solve some problem that mm. uh, like he had with the octopus. Like he saw the future in it and solved it. I don't know the full details. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but uh, where did you find that one though? Uh, oh, it was also in the Marine Depot catalog. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So uh, the next one here, I think is about the same time. I, I don't know, the, it, uh, the controller here, the GHL. It was also out, the website says uh, 1998, which actually oh, way predates me. I don't know if that means that they had their first controller sure out. Not sure if these or they were the were original ones, but. Now nah, these are the brand new ones yeah, that are yeah. out today. 
So uh, here's the story, though, is uh, I didn't know of GHL at the time. Mm-hmm. I now know. I went to their website to find out they were around back then, but I, I didn't know. So you'll get a little bit of that as to maybe why that is later on, mm-hmm. too. Um, I don't know, uh, but the, you know, I wasn't even relevant to, in my ecosphere at the time to consider 16 years ago. Yeah. So there we go. All right. So something happened actually that changed my position on aquarium controllers, mm. and a little was a, some of it was actually price, and some of it was more so actually knowledge. Was it? after you started bulk reef supply that you discovered this mm. next one? No, 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 no. Uh, so I had, I was having a reef club event at my house. Yeah. So I had all these frag tanks in my house and I was like teaching a little class on how to frag anemones and stuff in my basement yeah. uh, with the local TC MSA, MAS club. And then somebody brought a reef keeper over. Oh, right? yeah. And they were uh, teaching people how to use it at the club and I'd never seen one in person. There's a variety of menus and button presses like to really dial this thing in and become a pro at it. So, Well, to me, yeah. it was the same thing. It was a cheaper version of the thing I didn't understand I needed. Yeah. And I, I guess you don't need it, but like uh, it was a cheaper version, but it's still <laughs> relevant to me, right? Until I watched the guy uh, like, give his little presentation. Tell you what it can do. Like, yeah, hey, sure, look, cl- if I do club. this and do this, this is what it does. If I do this, it does what it does. Yeah, so I'm, I'm only going to sh- hit the high level stuff, but it was enough and to change my mind. So it looked kind of like this. It was a Reef Keeper 2. Uh, and ah. so this thing changed over time, but this was what it was, uh, the one that came to my house, actually. Uh, and so if maybe some of you remember what that looks like or ever had one. I don't know. That would be funny to uh, share because it's been a while. <laughs> uh, but what it did is it provided backup heater protection. So if my heater failed, uh, like it would back it up. Since my heater had failed in that tank, uh, I'm like, oh, I get you. That makes sense. Uh, Kelk and two-part protection. So it's got a pH controller on it. So if your uh, Kelk or auto top off with a Kelk or two-part doser overdoses, it will stop it. I had dosed entire 10 gallons of Kelkwasser to that tank. So like, oh, I get why you would want not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you could get rid of all your lighting, dosing, and fuge timers. And like, so I was dosing on two-part oh, uh, and, dosers. And the timers yeah, and pushing those little tabs and stuff like that and trying to get the time right. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so I had four timers. I had two for each of the cords on the T5s. One, mm-hmm. oh, five. One for the refugium on the back, mm-hmm. and then uh, two for each doser. Like, I just messed timers down there. Like, oh, you get rid of that too? <laughs> uh, and when you got rid of all that, it was just a nice clean install. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. So, this thing actually is between $99 and $249. I now understand why you use it. And now, That's a price range now, I can afford. Now it's in my price range. Yeah. Reefkeeper, you and me, I get you. I do like Reefkeeper. <laughs> Three, even to still this day, today. still to this day, there's a. I think there's a couple reef keepers sitting around here that people use. Uh, Dave, Dave's shaking his head. Yes, I've seen a couple around the office. They're perfect timers. Uh, they're, they're so easy to use. So like, easy to use. I always tell people like, uh, uh, this is. I could teach my grandma how to use this thing <laughs> in probably five minutes, and she's not a reefer. That was so easy. So mm. yeah. All right. So the next thing that like eventually we uh, you know started BRS years later. I don't know. Some point later. Yeah. And uh, uh, I you know what I tried to recreate that whole that experience. Teaching experience. Yeah, that value that I got from the club, but do it on YouTube. You know? Oh yeah. That's just like so. This is like way way back. So maybe we can uh, pull up that that screen. So some of these things are nine years ago. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean like. Reefkeeper two. Right, what's that first one that, actually? That I can't high, even see. Oh, that first one was the image. Your first image you had. That's from twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. Yeah. So and twelve then, years ago, 
week <laughs> 44 <laughs> in the BRS160. Keeper 2 video. Look at that. The right. bottom one is nine years ago. You know what? The first one is probably better than those ones in the white background. <laughs> <laughs> the clicking, uh, you can hear you uh, clicking like, to pause the sound or like turn uh, off the Video editing sound. was not my uh, thing. That was great. Okay, so you know what though? It worked. Uh, so you know what? We could teach people how to use it. And in one of those videos, what I actually did is like add it up. You know, like it, if you already bought this stuff, this doesn't really work. But if you're thinking about it, like, all right, so how much is a few timers? Mm. How much is a, you know, a heater controller, a pH controller, all this stuff? Oh man, this greatly exceeds the cost of yeah. uh, one of these things. So, like, not only is it better, but like it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, value trifecta, right? <laughs> All right. So, uh, here's the bad part, man. Is uh, uh, behind the scenes, I know the people that are the head marketing people over there, and their business model mm. was to sell you the head units basically at cost. Right, mm. so like uh, the assembly and the parts and all that stuff. So like the kit that was ninety nine bucks, and I think they eventually raised it to like one hundred and twenty. Yeah, made almost no money. Uh, and the like whole the, the kit didn't make money. Yeah, so okay. if you bought a Reefkeeper Light As or the even end the user. Plus, yeah, yeah, and they really wanted to sell the Elite or what was uh, eventually the, the Eye of the Archon. Uh, yeah, the Ar yep Archon. Yep. But okay. the two small entry level ones like barely made any money after like distribution costs and all that other stuff. Uh, but the hope was that everybody would you know bring in all of the uh, accessories. Right? Oh, okay. Because there yeah. was, there was, you know, uh, the modules for the individual dosing head modules that you could add on, or the additions. And mm -hmm. there, were, there was a variety probes of and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, SL ones and SL twos and all kinds of stuff for different probes, additional probes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, so and yeah. the Wi-Fi version too. Uh, yeah. Well, that yeah. net module. The net module we'll, that we we'll hit on did that in a second. Keep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? It didn't work out. People didn't buy that stuff, uh, and so they ultimately went out of business. Yeah. Uh, so, because they bought, they bought it for what it was. It was a, a really inexpensive timer, and that's really all I needed. Well, as a pH controller, and it had yeah. some other functions in there too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like uh, people, like I, I do, it was a great option for that price point. It just wasn't a great option if you're trying to like run a business or anything. Yeah. I guess. So the elite like allowed you to have excess modules, and nobody wanted that many modules, so nobody bought the four hundred dollar one. And the net module that came with it was where you get just the like alerts to your phone and stuff. Like, just never didn't work. Worked. Yeah. Never worked. Uh, and then uh, selling that. Uh, eventually they tried this Archon thing. I think there's a picture of this one too. Oh, but hey, you know what? Go to that uh, uh, this photo right here. So this was the this was how easy it was to install it. deal, right? Yeah, so select a port, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's so easy. And there's man. some pro, there's some knowledge here that you have to kind of understand, like what a set point in, what a hysteresis is. Those are no, kind of foreign words back then, you know. Yeah. But uh, once you got the hang of it, this thing was just it was super so easy, easy, man. You could actually do it on the, the faceplate even. It was so yep. easy. This was the Archon screen, so they basically took the Reefkeeper and brought it to the Archon okay. and you know charged this a lot more, a little funny, more user friendly. For it. Yeah, dude, it, I don't know, man. We kept reviewing it here, you know, and setting it up was actually, mm. getting it actually hooked up to the internet was such a nightmare every and that, time. And that kind of speaks to our process to bring in new, uh, bring in products. So we've had Reefkeeper, we've had Reefkeeper Lite, we've had, we did have the Elite at one point in time, we never mm -hmm. did have the Archon. No, it just was never ready, man. Yeah. Like we'd, every time they sent it to us to test it, like, I don't know, man. It like really a pain, giant pain in the butt to get this thing hooked up. And on top of that, I don't get the price matrix. Like, mm. yeah, you can. It's it was almost just like a Reefkeeper, but you have uh, internet for a lot more. 
I don't know. We yeah. never brought it in. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, they were gone. Uh, I actually, though, uh, when they left, when I heard they were going to close, I started reaching out to people. Uh, and to revive it? Yeah, well, so, you know, that kind of technology is a little beyond BRS. Like, we're not uh, engineers here. Right, so right, right. Uh, I would have loved to bring it in myself, but it just would have been a distraction at the time. So I started reaching out to people, and actually, I hooked up uh, a CC Coral View uh, at the time uh, because I thought Coral View would have been a great distributor for, mm -hmm. for this. And they have the electronics expertise, you know? Yeah. So I, I thought they would have been a great partner to bring that in. However, I don't think that uh, the people over at, at Reefkeeper ever got back to anybody. I don't oh, know. yeah, just closing the doors. I don't, maybe it was, I, I'm, I'm just theorizing here, but maybe it was just a tax write-off or something at some point. It's just cheaper to mm. write it off than try to sell the assets. I have no idea. All right, but we Reefkeeper, do miss you. I, do I miss you. I do me miss and you. you. <laughs> we go a long way uh, back to the, my roots, my first tank. Yep. Anybody wants to revive the Reefkeeper, you let me know, man. I'll help you. Uh, <laughs> I'm in uh, all the way. All right, so... Now, this is kind of like, you gotta go back a couple of years because we're in the middle of the Reef Keeper years uh, and uh, that was our a little old forward. location yeah. and when I brought in this guy, the Aquatronica. I don't mm. know if anybody here like, is real familiar with the Aquatronica, uh, but uh, we brought in the whole line. And I gotta be honest, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just remember a few things. Okay. So one, I, I remember it, like having a way cooler screen. I think maybe there was a, like a color touch screen for it. But I think there was something really unique about the reason we brought it in. It might have been that there was dosing pumps available mm -hmm. because back in the day, dosing pumps were actually a rare find. I think liter meter and oh, like $600 thing. Yep. Uh, it was like, it's like airplane machine pump from SpectrePure everybody was using. Yeah. It worked really well, but it was not cheap, right? <laughs> uh, and so, you know, I think there might've been something like that attached to it. I just don't remember, but here's the bad news. Uh, nobody bought it. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're just terrible marketers. Was it competing know. against the the Reef Keeper too? I thought it was an advancement. Like okay. if we liked the Reef Keeper, who wouldn't like the Aquatronica? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and, and to be honest, actually at the time, you know, like I probably should have been looking at other options that have been out. Like I didn't. I don't think GHL was even on uh, the radar. radar for yeah. me. And I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. You know, I don't really know even why we would have picked that over a, you know, the, the aqua I'm controller from, from Neptune either, I had to be honest. Uh, but it failed. Uh, and so back at that time, that was a pretty big fail. So for those of you who don't know, Andrew and I started BRS with $3,000 a piece. Andrew uh, got robbed because he uh, Got, like loaned it from like his loan shark buddy, like 50% <laughs> interest or something. Uh, but everything that we'd done here, we never took on any investors. We never took on like any loans or anything out. So everything we brought in was just based on whatever we made last year or last month allowed an opportunity to add one more thing in. Yeah. And so bringing in a whole controller line that, didn't that work. failed and ultimately we had to eBay. Ouch. It stung back then. I bet. Yeah, it really did. It did sting back then. I mean, we were like our primary profit source was $10 buckets of calcium. This was a big deal. So anyway, we had to let it go. Uh, moved on. And uh, the next one, this is my next experience actually. We didn't bring this in or anything, but this was my next real experience with what oh, was then okay. the Neptune Aqua Controller 3. Let's see this guy. I remember this, I remember this one distinctly on some people's tanks that I visited. This mm -hmm. That blue box, that blue head, head unit, Mm -hmm. jumps out at me and the four and the eight bars mm-hmm yeah so here's what happened for me 
I went over to my buddy's house, and uh, this guy's got the most elaborate systems I've ever seen. Like, uh, well, not ever, but at the time, definitely. Yeah. Ever yeah. Seen. Uh, and uh, you know, had his big old tank built into his bar. He had a calcium reactor. He had a Kalkwasser reactor. Kalkwasser reactor only triggered if the pH was below X, and yeah, they were like all balanced to each other. He had like alarm horns that went up three floors just in case anything was wrong. It was all wired <laughs> up to uh, 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 another tank he had in his office, like a seahorse tank in his office upstairs. There were frag tanks in the shop. There was uh, one floor below, super duper elaborate. All of this controlled and it, to me is like, oh man, this is infallible. I've never <laughs> seen anything like this. And then he started showing me how it was used and it was like, yeah, every time I want to add something new, I got to write a new line of code. And I actually have to go look for code efficiencies because I've hit the max line of code that I can write <laughs> in this thing. And I need to pull out 15 lines of code to write anything new if I really want it. Like, uh, you lost me, man. Uh, and so, I don't know, it was super cool uh, on his tanks. Uh, it looked infallible. Uh, however, the learning curve for me uh, at the time on this was way too high. Uh, mm. The price was intimidating, but now I understood the value. Price actually wasn't the preventative thing. Mm. It was, you know, learning how to use it. Uh, and I just didn't make the leap because I didn't have the time, desire to learn how to use it. And Reefkeeper still seemed like the right fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, Neptune Apex. This, All right. So this speaks to me. Yeah, this is the model I, I think that we brought in. I don't yes. think we ever brought in the, a, the a, AC3s. I bought mine from you when I was in Africa, sitting there, and you said you didn't have the time to learn how to use the Neptune Aqua Controller 3, so I bought mine and then sat there and read the comprehensive manual a couple times over pages. because I didn't have it in front of me, but I had plenty of time to learn how to use it. And then I was like, oh, you mean I can have this go off when this goes off when this goes off and this goes off oh in this order i want that mm -hmm. yep yeah right on all right so uh apex was like a total refresh of the neptune brand yeah i see the value now the price point's reasonable for what i'm using to protect it knowledge is still a barrier they've made it easier than it was before especially when they ended up putting fusion in yeah uh, and task functions and things still like that. not what i would call like brainless uh in fact a lot of it was, you know, there was like a user written comprehensive manual, 180 pages. Yes. Worst part of the whole thing for me was that if you wanted to like flip to 100 page 40 for, you know, whatever like thing it is you wanted to learn about, it assumes you read the other 140 <laughs> pages before. Like, oh, what a nightmare, right? Yeah, that's true. All right, so let's solve that. So what we did is uh, Dave and I shot uh, 20 to 30 episodes on how to use that Apex and program it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, just one after another, going after every single module, you know, trying to understand the like logic in terms of how to program it. Yeah. Hopefully some of you maybe watch one, I don't know. But at the end of doing 20, 30 episodes, I got this thing down. Yeah. Uh, I understand it now, right? <laughs> uh, and lucky for you, uh, I shared that guys with you guys, I guess. Uh, and so now that I took the time to learn it, this tool is now the right tool for me. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone else, uh, we had an easy video resource out there in small little bite type chunks that doesn't require you to assume that you read the, or watched the other 23 videos before it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right, so the brand actually seemed to be in an evolutionary state as well. So we can uh, see, you know, the next version of the Apex came out. This is the one that most of you are probably familiar with. 2016, now. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, boom, comes on out. All right, so now they're investing heavily in the cloud and accessories and, mm -hmm. you know, and the investments in knowledge on how to use them, greatly expand the user base, you know, it increases the exponential or the expansion, you know, potential. There's so many people now buying this thing. There's, they're making more accessories for there's it. There's such a huge user base. And yeah. the, I mean, even the, the community forum that they have is a far better. If the community forum that they have it was ex as extensive as before when I read the comprehensive manual, I would have just been on there just reading everybody's posts. Mm -hmm. And that's like, the one thing because they give you the chunks, they give you the answers for what you're looking for. You could definitely be lazy. Just yeah. go, I got a skimmer, I want to do XYZ, give me the code. Yeah, and yeah. people will do it for you. Cut, copy, paste. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, like uh, the years later, now from a, a business insider. So this is uh, from you know Ryan's like BRS hat I'll put on, right? <laughs> uh, Neptune is one of the most aggressive teams that I've worked with. Mm. Uh, to be honest, man, sometimes it shows in their marketing uh, and their approach. They're a little bit, instead of the friendly way, the reef, reefing industry kind of all buddies up, it's a little bit more like, uh, you know, Samsung, man. Like, this is the real deal. They're, mm. like, going after this aggressively. Uh, however, behind the scenes, that aggressive nature actually shows up as, like, what I call zero complacency. So, like, there's a lot of uh, people in our you know, industry who are just kind of like, well, people are buying, I'll just sit around and wait until they stop buying, then I'll make the next one. Yeah. These guys are constantly reinvesting all of the stuff they're doing, like, you know, like reaching for the next rung, you know? And so, and you can see it in the evolution. You look back to 2016, how many different things are coming out. Oh, yeah. Some of the rumors of stuff that are coming out. And then the uh, Trident come, the yeah, things the Trident, like the Trident uh, now. Yeah. Uh, I, like, so, you know, like, leading the way. So, that aggressive nature is actually actually benefiting the user base in ways that most people probably don't really mm. know about. Uh, it shows up in like uh, just hunger to continue to uh, succeed and uh, I don't know, well, know the user base raise the bar. And, and because the user base is so big, they've, they've used a lot of feedback from the thousands of people who have this thing to come up with new functions, come up with easier to use, uh, you know, like displays, easier to use programming, all all these products and stuff, the Neptune specific uh, products and stuff, mm -hmm. all came from a lot of people and just feedback. Yeah, I just I like rapidly solving whatever bugs might show up. So yeah, I don't know, bravo to that team. All right, so next up, and this one came out, I think before this one, I forget the time exactly, but Cerebra time. Yeah, so there it is. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the Vertex Cerebra. All right, so. Thought it was gonna be a big hit. I, I can't remember the exact date that like I encountered this thing, but. This is Magna 2013. That's Magna 2013, all right. so. I'm pretty certain I saw it for the first time uh, at Interzoo, like, I don't know, man, 2010, 11. Like, this thing is a decade in the making, right? Uh, so, give you an idea, it took them 10 years to finally give up, uh, yeah. you know, or bankrupt themselves, I guess is a better way to say it. Uh, but uh, here's the thing, man, is the first time you see it, man, uh, that team's energy was like infectious, man. They were gonna change the world. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, you think of the like, word visionaries, and this, this guy hit the bill, man. Like, he's 
He's got this giant vision and he's gonna do something totally different, man. Push the limits of everything you could ever think, you know? <laughs> like, oh man, I wanna be part of that. Like, let me come along for the ride, yeah. you know? And then you see it and you're like, oh, touch, touch screen, whatever, man, it's awesome. Yeah. You know? So, you know what, it's top pro promise of a brighter future when you see the thing. That's touch screen, uh, no instructions. This is the way that it was described to me, is uh, when you open your iPhone, uh, does it come with instructions? Nope. Nope, because you don't need them, man. The thing is engineered so well that you wouldn't need instructions to have to use this thing. Yeah, right? it's just button, button, button. Oh, I do want that. No, I don't want that. Oh, I do want that. I'm done. Okay, so coming off of a 30 episode thing in the Apex, and I'm like, you and me understand each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like, yeah, I want to be able to just open it up mm -hmm. and, you know, hit the button. I want to hit calcium reactor and then just load up my calcium reactor stuff. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was also a hardware evolution on Android or a Raspberry Pi eventually. Yeah. Uh, and his pitch was he was going to make everyone look silly with the type of hardware and software they use. It's going to be this gigantic progression, man. He's, shooting for the moon, you yeah. know? Uh, I actually learned a different lesson along the way. So, <laughs> what I learned was I have a different standard for my phone than I do my aquarium. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, you know, on my phone I want, like, state of the art. I want every last feature you could possibly give me. Yeah. You know, right? And you know what? It doesn't have to be that stable. If every uh, three if months, man, I get to reboot it. Reboot, yeah. Three months? That, that long? That's, that's cool. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Every month? Who cares? Uh, yeah, like as long as it's doing all the fancy stuff, man. Like, uh, so run it on Android, run it on Raspberry Pi, run it whatever you want, man. Mm. Uh, it definitely sounds like an advancement. Uh, and then, like, uh, here he had, like, uh, so you could like program it super easy and the things that did work did uh, absolutely were super easy like that. Mm -hmm. You can go to the next one, the promise of that you could write your like own code and it was going to be open source on Android and like we could all write our own apps for these things, right? Like, super cool. Oh wow, man, the future is here. Let's just join up. Nope, not, yeah. nothing happened. Yeah, so uh, the thing is just buggy as hell and never worked. Uh, and so... This is also uh, where I learned the importance of something that this complex that so many people say they're going to do and so many people uh, uh, say like, uh, this is easy money, I got it, don't worry about me. The importance of recognizing how many failures have been along the way means beta. This isn't a heater, this isn't uh, some LEDs glued to a board, this isn't yeah. a boat prop glued to a motor, like this is more complex, you know? and. It serves as the redundancy point. It's the single point where everything else is plugged into Life it. support. Yeah, if it fails, everything goes, or at least some of it. Yeah, you know. So because uh, I've entrusted my, I've entrusted my gear from the wall and timers and stuff to this now controller. Okay, it's in your hands. So I remember this conversation so distinctly. So I was with my fiance now wife and mother of my children now out fishing. Yeah. And uh, Jason calls me up and he's like, I'm gonna release uh, next week. And I'm like, well, you're gonna do it without me. Uh, he's like, whoa, why, why, why? I'm like, because this thing needs beta. To be responsible, you need to launch it in beta. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 it's ready, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I've been listening to you for months, dude. I like to support you, I support your dream. Uh, but it is irresponsible not to launch this thing. And better yet, if it is ready and you launch it in beta and nobody has any problems, boom, man, that was a perfect launch. 
Yeah. Right? Uh, I just refused. And finally, after three hours of losing my day fishing, a guy finally relents and says, all right, fine, we'll do it beta. So launch day, uh, like BRS, we got so how many of them? Like a hundred of them or something? I don't know. I forget yeah, how many. hundred maybe. So we sold them all beta. All of our competitors, dude lied to me, man, and then sold it to all of their competitors as Full a retail-ready product, and they all sold it to the people as this thing is mm. you know, ready to go. Mm. I don't know. I was super happy uh, the way that we approached it, but I, I don't think it was necessarily that they did something bad. I think he tricked those people. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's my take on hmm. it. I, I don't know the answer. But this In is what end, I do know nobody. is this something this complex, this new, working on Android, Raspberry Pi, it should have like a probably closed alpha because you don't need to air all your dirty laundry. Yeah. But it should have a open, really near end beta. You know, like everybody should use it and share it and just be honest, man. The thing it. is new and it's like not really tested super well. Mm. Like uh, it's you can't emulate, you know, several thousand people using it with just three. Yeah, you, true. You know, yeah. Like, I, you just can't do it. So I don't know. Uh, anyway, so this is other one of the things I found out that uh, old proven tech actually is now more attractive to me than shiny new objects. Uh, I've been burned now, and I'm a little bit more respectful of the fire uh, because my personal tanks aren't test tanks, yeah. you know? So I don't remember who told me this. Uh, I wish I could. But somebody told me that the uh, space shuttle runs on, like, something equivalent to, like, the Apple IIc. Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. Most Simple, of you guys don't even know what Apple IIc is. <laughs> you know, this is, like, the ancient edition first computer. And the reason for it is because it, it can't fail. Yeah. They don't need to play like uh, Minecraft or Fortnite on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they just need it to actually supply air, heat, yeah. uh, oxygen, get rid of waste, and uh, land. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so uh, what they need is the most stable thing out there, like the thing that isn't going to ever fail, you know? And so that's often the least complex, oldest technology mm -hmm. out there that has had the longest time out there to remove all the bugs. Yep. I know value that. Uh, <laughs> and it's because the fish are the same thing. So they just need to breathe, they need water, they need heat. Well, if you think about it, it the if like launching Randy into space, uh, and taking a fish from Indonesia and dropping it in a glass box in Minnesota. About the same. Not all that different. Yeah. One of them, you just need to apply food, you need to apply heat, you need to uh, supply uh, oxygen, you need to be able to get rid of waste, you need to do like all the same things. And if you stop doing any of those things, everybody's dead. Randy's, Randy's dead, die. fish is dead. <laughs> uh, like it's a totally foreign environment. Yeah. So like, huh. Yeah, that makes I don't sense. Know, man. I don't mind old technology, <laughs> or at least reasonably proven new technology. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, all right, so I also learned this super important rule. This is like actually one of the most depressing possible things because a promise of a brighter future uh, from a person that invested their entire company, uh, even people that I trust will lie when the pressure is high enough. Mm. It's just sad, man. Uh, and, you know, basically, dude pumped his whole life savings into this thing over the course of a decade. And actually, it was about two years ago at, I think it was Reef of Palooza, Orlando. I sat in the airport on the phone with a guy for like two hours, tell him, 
put it down, dude. Yeah. Put it down. You got a super lucrative acrylics business. You know, like everybody thinks of you as really awesome in this space, man. You can just do. Be, you can be the best in the country or world at this thing, man. Go chase it. This aquarium controller thing is killing you. And if you fail at this again, man, it is going to destroy you. Yeah. Nobody's going to ever trust you ever again. It's going to rub off on everything you do. Don't do this. Let it go, man. And? You know what he did? Didn't let it go. He took Double that down. speech, man. He called me up a month later. And he said that speech was super important to me, Ryan. And because of that, I hired a whole bunch more programmers, and I doubled down and bring it home. Hmm. <laughs> Ouch. I, I know, man. It's just, I, like, well, I don't know. So ultimately, he came here and he was begging us to, uh, uh, you know, bring in the Cerebra 2. At this point, I removed myself from the equation. I'm like, the only way we bring that thing in is, dude, you give it to the new uh, uh, product team. They review it. They uh, decide that it is stable for uh, our clientele. I would still advise you to run it as a beta. Uh, and uh, like, I'm, you are not leveraging me. Uh, mm. Like you have to, I've, I have a commitment to my business partner, I have a, a commitment to the reefers, and I have a commitment to all the people that work here. Like you cannot leverage me. Uh, and so you have to go and get through the committee of people that, that test this type of thing here at BRS. Ultimately never did and it poofed. Mm. Also what I learned right in the end of this one, this one was actually kind of eye-opening, is uh, right at the end, you know, he actually flew out here and he told me that nobody will buy it if we don't sell it. And I was like, well, dude, why not, man? If it's, people want to buy it, why don't they buy it from somewhere else? And he's like, dude, they're all looking to you whether or not you think it's uh, any oh, good, right? Yeah. So he had like international wholesalers choosing, just waiting. Like soon as BRS brings it in, man, we'll put our sort of stocking order in. Like, like, I don't know if it's like just a, like a respect thing in the industry or is it just specific to Vertex and uh, trust there? I don't, I don't know, but like, whoa. And th that's a lot of weight, by the way, man. That's when somebody tells you their whole business is dependent on a decision you're making, you're not going to make it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's a lot of weight on your shoulder. So I, I've said this a, a lot, actually, in the last few, uh, like if you follow Facebook and stuff, yeah. but like all this stuff is a dance, man. And it's just like, I mean, you're trying to appease everybody and you just can't. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. yeah you, just, you just do your best, follow my face uh, sometimes, sometimes I don't. But I always try to do better. We learn from our mistakes mm -hmm. and move forward. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So There's still more out there. Uh, still more, I know, guys. We hold on for your seats here. So the next one is actually GHL. All right. So we here is GHL. Just for your reference point, I told uh, uh, Jason. I think I don't know. Maybe it was Monday. Bring this to guy in. Maybe I was talking over the weekend. Actually, I don't know. Jason's used it for quite a while now. Yeah, and so thing. here's the thing. We brought this thing. I swear we discuss it quarterly. Like Another, and we always yep. come to the same conclusions. And I'm gonna tell you what that conclusion is. And I, I think I feel differently, but more importantly, yeah. I'm curious what you guys have to say. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. It's never, man, that it isn't uh, something that uh, people like here like. 
it was actually this one question was always hang up. And so this is the insight that you get to uh, the like, decision making. Yeah, how do yeah. we bring in products here at BRS, right? So in the beginning, it was like we were looking for a good, better, best strategy, right? We didn't need everything under the sun. I looked at our competitors and like, like, dude, do you really need 36 types of skimmers? Like, what's the difference between all this? Like, is this helpful? Yeah. And in fact, like, I, once in a while I go look and like, maybe we should get another skimmer. I should go look at them and they're like, well, there's 20 other ones here, but uh, we wouldn't use any of these. Mm -hmm. So why would we bring them in? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. So I, we just never got there. So it was a good, better breast strategy, partially because of that. But actually, a lot of it, too, is just we didn't have the money, man. Mm. You know, so like we brought in the things that sold, you know, like we like, like is it going to sell uh, combined with the fact that we'd use it ourselves? Then, yes. You know, I don't know. That's just yeah. the nature of limited cash. But they've got like, you know, 30, 30 some of us in here uh, that are avid, avid hobbyists. So when the collective pool says, man, this is really awesome, it's really easy to bring something in like that. Like, oh, I would use it. Jason would use it. Charlie would use it. Chad would use it. All these guys would use it. Then heck yeah. I mean, we can make, we can streamline that one. So there's three questions here. Uh, and so follow along with me just for a second, right? And uh, I'll tell you, this is one of those dances I think we may have got wrong. Uh, mm. I don't know. Because uh, I talked to Vinny, uh, it was like a couple days ago, and he helped me get over this piece. And so, I don't know, hang in there. Okay. Follow along. <laughs> okay, so the first thing is, would you use it if you gave somebody gave it to you for free? Yes. Okay, so if the answer is no, no way, no, man. Why are we no, going to bring that in? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, uh, if, if somebody gave this to me for free, and yeah. not always at any specific point. Like, I, I can, even though this uh, a product might be, like, something that we wouldn't have used, I wouldn't use today, but I might have used uh, 10 years ago, I can wind my mind back to, you know, like, five-year-old reefer, right? So, I'll take anything I, for I'd free. I'd use that then. I'd take that, yeah. 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 So that's the first question. If it doesn't pass the I would use it if it was free, I don't care if people are going to buy it. Uh, we don't want to bring it in. The second thing is, would you buy it? Hmm. Like, so if it's for sale here, and given what you know about it at a, a value mix, kind of applying the good, better, best, like at a specific price point against its competitors, would you open your wallet and pay for it? Okay, apply it to the GHL at the moment. Okay. Okay, so this is where, like, the question we always got hung up on. Okay, so I'm just going to compare it to the, you know, the biggest competitor out there being the Apex. Apex, 800 bucks, eight outlets. Eight outlets means that it controls eight pieces of life support on your system. Right. Right? GHL, $900, $100 more, six outlets, controls 25% less gear on your tank, 25% life support. Hmm. Would you make that decision? No. You know, I just Personally, no. didn't get it. Like, I, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I trust it. It's been out for a long time. I know a lot of a lot people of trust it. I know that, like, I, I've heard that the hardware in it is actually really good. And the math, though, right? And this is where, actually, uh, 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 Jason the other day chimed in. He's like, dude, this is kind of like, you know, Samsung versus LG. Sometimes you just got to, like, let people make up their own mind. Yeah. Right? Even if nobody here would do it. Like Samsung and LG are like legit contenders no matter mm -hmm. what. And I'm like, you know what? 
when we didn't have a ton of money, I don't know if I'd agree with you, but like now we have enough that we can stock more stuff easily. Uh, I mean, it's that, yeah. it, it's that too in the, when you made the comparison about skimmers and like, okay, so we already have 20 some skimmers, 25 some skimmers. Here in this space, we don't have 20 some different things. Yeah. So actually, here's the reason though. So let's get past that actually. It's not just LG thing. There's actually some value in here. Yeah. So uh, here, when I talked to, to Vinny yeah, he, uh, at GHL, he shared these, uh, amongst other things, he shared a, a few other, few things. So first off, uh, right here in this, this photo, it's got a display. So you can walk up to it and see what the pH and temperature and stuff is the tank. Okay. You don't have to have your phone on you. There's something you have to buy extra if you want to I like that. It. I like it. Yeah. So you know what else it has? Is uh, It has uh, audible and uh, uh, visual alarms. Built into the Yeah, menu. so if something's going wrong, it's not just dependent on my phone or I don't have to plug, use one of the outlets for anything. It's going to beep at me and say, fix me. Okay. Right? I can get that's, behind that. Yeah, that's legit. So you open up the next photo here. There's actually more ports here. Uh, so there's like leak ports and, uh, and you know, other sensor ports and stuff that just doesn't exist in the competitor. So mm -hmm. I don't know. You know. And then what he said here, and this one I'd be interested to hear again what like the community thinks. He's like, dude, a lot of people just don't even use all eight outlets. You know, that is. I mean, me. no, but I can see it like in the amount of things that have their own built-in control that aren't compatible with uh, other than just on and off function. Uh, I can see saving some outlets. And then when I get down to the nitty gritty of my heaters and a few other, my, some, maybe some power heads, depending on which ones I have, I might use up like four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think, well, I don't know. I use, I, I use as many as you give me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you should see the 160 back there. I can't believe how many are plugged in. Uh, this is another one, actually, then. Like, so then, like, oh, we're always in the hunt. We're always in the hunt for the reef keeper. Me and the reef keeper. <laughs> uh, we're always in the hunt for a new replacement of the reef keeper. So, like at a trade show a while ago, I saw this one. Two fifty nine. Does pH? Wi does temperature? Wi Fi? This is it. It's uh, sent from the heavens, and it was made just, just for me. You just add uh, outlets to this thing. Yeah. You know, so there's the problem. Actually, is uh, that's just the head. So that's basically like a monitor. If I don't yeah. want to plug anything in. And then I can add the head on. Or yeah, but there's no sensors or anything. I think mm. it might be a temperature sensor. Okay. Uh, so the problem is once you get uh, the four power bar and then you put in uh, the pH probe, it's now 379. Mm. So at 380 bucks, man, this is pretty close to, it's, it's like, uh, it's not really Reef Keeper. It's not really Apex EL. Like, where, what is it? I don't, yeah. I don't know. Okay. So that was the apply. Like, would I use it if you gave me free? Yep. Would I use it? Would I buy it? I don't know. Oh, we missed the, actually the third option. Oh, uh, yeah. Will other people buy it? Right? Hmm. Like, so this is a business here. So we actually spend money on inventory on stuff that will sell. True. <laughs> and in fact, uh, the people that are in charge, being Jason and the, the, the new product team, if they bring in garbage and spend tens of thousands of dollars on product lines they bring in, that will not, that doesn't sell, and we end up having to eBay. 
That will not go good on their review. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they're, I mean, that doesn't really happen. But, no. like, uh, they're cognizant of that and try to do their jobs as best they can. More right? wins than fails. So those are the three things. Would you use it for, if it was free? Would you use it if you had to pay for it yourself? And three, do you think that uh, it's worth an economic investment in because enough of the community will actually want to buy this mm. thing? Okay. Those are our three questions. And I don't know, when I ended, ended up on that Mini, will you go back to that Mini again real quick? So sometimes when it, I think I just think about it in too much from my own bubble, right? Okay. You know, and so would I, I don't know. But here's the thing. If you go back to this thing right here, there's value and there's a screen on there. I think I can program it right from there. It's just probably easy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not complex. It doesn't have a ton of cords. Actually, the mini is what I'm talking about. Uh, so, you know, for somebody that maybe that hundred bucks, it like doesn't even matter to them. Yeah. And they just want something like this form factor. And to be honest, I'm not the only one here that questions this because I don't think any I don't know. I was I had a difficult time finding anybody that actually sells it, uh, other than buying it right on uh, the GHL site. But all right, so here's the thing: Samsung LG. Let's find out, man. So let's find out exactly how it works. Explain how it works. Uh, you know, uh, we'll hopefully get to some videos and shoot mm. it. But I want to bring it in, and so that people have an opportunity to buy it if they want, and they can share reviews on it. They can do whatever. They so want. we ordered some. Yeah. So you know, even though I don't know if I'd spend three seventy nine on it. I bet you somebody will, you know, and somebody will find value, especially if we understand it uh, a little bit better how it works. All right. So new one uh, is now new introduction to the marketplace, man. People are really excited about this one. Yes. It's called the Hydros, and it's been in works for years. So there is the Hydros Waves engine. engine. Actually, come back uh, to me here. So it's two to three years, I think they said they were working on it. Yeah, so first thing here, I just want to give props to CoralView because I, I've got a long history of listening to garbage about uh, controllers mm -hmm. to the fact that just tune it out now. <laughs> I, I've been listening to so many people tell me they're going to bring a controller to market and like, you know, if you go through them, I don't want to bash them all, so I'm not going to name them all yeah. off. But like, Dude, there's so many, and from some really well-funded large companies, yeah. uh, global presence, you know, never materializes. Uh, I've been promised these things. That, I mean, I can think back to the old building like seven years ago, how many of these, like, oh, it's coming out next year, it's coming out next year. I just like, now I just kind of laugh it off, mm. right? All right, so I guess not true with the CoralView team. They've been plugging away. Uh, and so they made those promises and, you know, like these things always take longer than you anticipate, so be it. But they're continually to release these things, you know, so yeah. I don't know, bravo to them. So the first one was the Wave Engine. So yeah, this is this the, like the precursor essentially to the Hydros, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, the Hydros controller. Yeah, you can put the, all the, your existing pumps that you have onto this thing and reduce the amount of cords that you have going to your tank. Mm -hmm. It's really slick. Yeah. At 300 bucks? Okay, so this is the thing. So if I have a whole bunch of, uh, of uh, uh, like uh, ice cap pumps mm -hmm. or the, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember all the gyres and there's another one, the the wave or something? Uh, not the wave, uh, oh, the puck one they have, the octopulse. Yeah. Okay, so I think all those plug in there. If I have a bunch of those and you gave me this thing for free, you, you betcha, I'd use it for sure, mm -hmm. right? Uh, when I spend 300 bucks on it, largely because most of those things actually come with their own controller, to get rid of some cords. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, 
I don't, I don't know either. And so I listened to it uh, at, at the show, and uh, David and a bunch of other people were actually demoing it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. So send one out, and we'll have people talk about it. And then at the time, uh, Robert uh, Farnsworth was really excited about it here, mm -hmm. yep. and we were going to test it. And then it kind of got stuck in committee. You know, and like, oh, well, here internally. who's going to test yeah. it? Do you think it will really sell? And I, in the end, nobody really thought that a $300, you know, wake maker for a handful of pumps was going to do really well. And we actually never tested it. Mm. So I just like never really got past like worthy of the time to put into it. I don't know. Well, we didn't sell it. I, I think I Jason had it on his tank for maybe a week or so. Yeah. But I still, I didn't think we actually tested it. That was back when maybe he was in CS. I mean, it was, I don't know. All right, well, anyway, anyway, never got it launched. All right, but here's the beauty of it. What I later found out, uh, and I was talking to David the other day, is actually the Wave engine was really kind of part of a beta launch for the larger hydros. Oh, okay. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, bravo, man. Like, you thought about this before, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and you're like getting the thing tested, and like you weren't trying to test every last feature all at once. You know, like get the base thing out there, you know, yep. and so uh, bravo, dude. I, I really, I thought the approach was a, a refreshing to hear, actually. Yeah. All right. So fast forward now, like a little ways and like, I don't know, it must have been a week and a half ago or so. Mm -hmm. something like that. So Jason comes in and tells me, dude, the Hydros 2, it's, th it's the Reef Keeper. Oh, it's the little guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at this It's thing. 200 bucks, yeah. right? It uh, comes with, the, like, a, uh, uh, where is the one that comes with the outlets? Yeah, it's 200 bucks with outlets, right? Uh, and I'm like, ah, cool, man. Like, you there know, you we should bring the thing in. Yeah, there you right? go. Starter pack. There it is. Right the there. starter pack. It's got four, four outlets. outlets. It's got a pH. USB or no, not pH. Temperature there. controller. No pH, All actually. All those BNC type connectors, which is, I really like BNC. It's on and off. Uh, those aren't BNC. Actually. Oh, they're not. Yeah. Oh no, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're actually for something else. Like a four pin. We'll get to that in just a second. Anyway, uh, but then he's two hundred like, bucks. Here's the funny part because we flipped all the way around three sixty <laughs> in, in the conversation uh, because they're like, yeah, but I don't really know if I understand the four fifty one because oh, you know, it's kind of close to EL. You know, it's mm -hmm. new. Blah, blah, blah. Like I don't, I don't know if I get the value mix of it. All right, so they sent us out too, uh, okay. and they've been testing them. Uh, and you know, here's the feedback actually that we got out of it. And it was it wasn't perfect, but it also uh, exceeded expectations mm. actually. So, uh, however, the response was uh, the opposite. He didn't really get what the Hydros Two was about. So, if you go back to the Hydros Two, if you can see that big that big. Uh, there you go. So if you look at it, there is six ports here, and two of them are command bus, which is a power port, right? And then the other one, like, is for daisy chaining other things together, drives, other modules, and then sensors. Yeah, those two drives, uh, I believe, are like for driving like a DC pump or something mm -hmm. like that. Okay. Uh, so you can, you know, screw in some kind of motor or something. And I'm not sure if it's power heads or if it's something like a, you know, utility pump or something like that. But there'll be accessories that you can screw into the drives. Hopefully somebody can chime in and say a couple of the things you can screw in there. And then there's the sense ports. And what I thought at first the sense ports were, were, were pH, like you just said, yeah. actually. Uh, no, they're actually like uh, water leak sensors oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, hey, Adam, do you know if it's a, like, you can do a float on it or not? 
Coralview uh, is here. I'm sure they'll chime oh, in. Oh, Coralview will probably tell you exactly what you can use in the sense uh, port. So, uh, I don't know. You know, it doesn't have the pH in it. And, like, I, I can monitor. Oh, the sense also works in a temperature, temperature probe, okay. which is super important. Okay. Uh, so, I, I got, like, a, a heater controller that has future, you know, expandability mm -hmm. and can run some pumps off the drives. Uh, so, I don't know. You know, I'm on the edge. You know? Well, so that means I get f I got four outlets for other control type things. I've got two drives for stuff. like pumps, and then yeah. some sensors with it too. That's more than what you got with the Reef Keeper for. Yes, yeah, missing the pH thing is the only thing. That's okay. just a hang up. Okay. Right? I don't know. And for me, the pH actually saved my tank. It mattered to me. The pH is one of those things that like is an indication that something really bad is happening. Like especially with chemistry, uh, like you're overdosed yep. something. I, I don't know. I, it's up to you. Uh, but you know what? You can look at this and make your own value matrix out of it. And I don't know, we're bringing it in so you, you can do that for yourself. But also now go to the Hydros 4. All right, so I mean, I don't know if I can see all these here. Uh, but there's two probes, you know, presumably one is uh, for uh, pH and one for ORP. You still have those command buses in okay. there. Uh, the two purple ones. Those are uh, uh, oh, zero to ten volts. Zero to control. ten volts. Yep. I got four drives now, and or two drives and four, four senses. So I got leak sensors. Are probably I got the temperature sensor, and then if you can see the other accessory, it you can control four outlets. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Same thing. LG. You know, Samsung. I, I don't know. You, you only got four outlets. You're gonna have to buy some more. Uh, the I think I don't know exactly what they cost, but I think the power bars in this thing are, are not particularly expensive. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. You know, for brand new, it's still at a decent price point too. We're. I, I don't think it's too early for anybody to have like fully evaluated the whole value matrix on it. I got some caution, but I also have like some reason to believe. So mm. I don't know. Like in the end. The, one, the reason that we're bringing it in here, oh, they got water level sensors. Yeah, there. micro pumps, skimmer sensors, all kinds of cool Oh, there we go. All right, cool. So, uh, you know, in the end, I don't know, let the community find out. So, normally, I'm going to be honest, we would wait it out, let the community, like, let our competitors sell the brand new product, and we would watch the reviews and just kind of see how it goes. Mm -hmm. I, I'm willing to forego all of the sales uh, that come with it, uh, and you know, so be it, man. We lose out, but like, there's like, I feel better about our approach, especially with complex products. Now, there's two reasons, man, why we're not doing that. One, I, I liked the the at least what I was told that the Hydros was essentially the uh, uh, beta component of it. Oh, the right. wave engine, yeah. Yeah, the wave, wave engine. Uh, and the second piece is the community understands. Mm -hmm. So the community understands, and they're going to watch this video, they'll understand even better, probably, hopefully, anyway. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you know you're getting onto something new, and uh, you know what? You have the right to be a trailblazer. Yes. Right? I mean, you hear all the time trailblazers get shot in the back. There was they an also instance. find new lands, man. Yeah, that's true. They, like, do things that other people don't do. So uh, it's just for me that we represent it properly. 
Right? Yeah. Okay, so this is where maybe the fireworks come out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, this is like, and you start talking about fire hazards and black boxes and UL and all that garbage, man. Everybody gets uh, all yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah. This, you shouldn't get upset about this one thing. There is a, a real difference in this specific product, and it is that the outlets are run off of Wi-Fi, mm. meaning that you get to get rid of the cord. That is an advantage. Yes. Right? No more cords uh, between the brain and this thing and the outlets where you're plugging in the gear. However, it's connected from the outlets to your hydros through your router. And if your router ever loses connection between any of these devices, the outlets just stay in whatever state they were in when that happened, mm. right? I honestly don't know how big of an issue that is causes some concern in my mind, it may turn out to not be a big deal. They may even turn out to solve that deal yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the future. But if we don't share that information, irresponsible, okay. right? Like, Because you can plan for it. And I'm gonna give you an example of how you can plan for it actually, because Jason brought this up yesterday. Mm. Uh, so normally, or I don't know, a lot of people, what they'll do is use their uh, aquarium controller to control the heater, and then they'll set the heater just slightly past it. Right. All right, so in this case, if for whatever reason, the heater actually failed beforehand, you would never know. Mm. And then finally, if it ever lost connection with your router, it would just stay on, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Bad news. But if I know this going into it, I can actually do it in reverse. Oh, okay. Right? So I can do it in reverse and have the heater actually control itself and then set up the controller as the backup that only fails if the thing gets stuck on. And the likelihood that the router's gone at that exact moment is pretty darn low. Right. And now I can also know, because the, the heat temperature actually went up more than normal, I could probably set it up an alarm for that. Mm. And I can know my heater failed and go change it. Right? Yeah. So that's the piece that knowing it. I, th I think another one that, that he brought up was dosing pumps. Oh, okay. So, you know, I, if my dosing pump was on when I lost connection, connection lost, and, and it was like a BRS dosing. doser, it just stay on forever. But it's really slow. Yeah, it's slow, but like it's pretty unideal. Yeah. So instead of using a BRS doser, why wouldn't I get like a different type of doser that has its own controller in there mm. so I can use its controller and then back it up yep. with the, the aquarium controller? So knowing this information is super important, and that's going to be part of, I think, the you know, discussion uh, going forward. And you know, like, I think we're all products of our like, environment and experiences, you know? Yeah, but there's something to be said about you know, thinking of all the different ways that, and redundancies that you want and making sure that they're there if something happens. I was just talking to that actually somebody today about something totally different, but that like in the beginning, nothing had failed me. So I just trusted everything. Everything. Three years into it, I like started to learn that like different things fail, you know, actually heaters earlier, but uh, different things mm. fail. Five years, I realized, oh man, everything fails. And then now, man, you know, 16 years later, it's like, you know what? Uh, unless you're gonna plan to have to take up for a month uh, or a year or whatever. Plan for uh, something to fail. It's all gonna fail. It's all gonna <laughs> fail multiple times. And I need to just like plan for that. It's very so I just need to anticipate it, <laughs> otherwise I'm gonna run into trouble. And so for me, this is my caution, is that, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm just buying crappy routers, I don't know. And by the way, know. it's not about internet. No. So uh, if you lose the internet, man, this thing's just fine. So don't worry about your internet, who cares about that? Mm. It's just a connection with the router. So for me, it's like, 
I have all kinds of devices in my house. I have shades uh, that go up and down via a button. I got like oh a, yeah. I got a TV. I got like uh, all the uh, use the router connection. I got all kinds of connections in my house, and all the time like, they lose connection with the device. And every yes. once in a while, you got to reboot the device, or I got to reboot the, the router. router. Yeah. I mean, I'm just buying crappy routers. I don't know. You guys can raise <laughs> your hand uh, how often you reboot your router or device because they lose connection. Once every few I, months. Yeah. I got a really good one. So, I, I don't know. That I, I, doesn't mean you can't use this. It just means that you need to understand that mm -hmm. when you're setting it up. So, I don't know. Anyway, we're going to bring it in because the community would uh, love to be trailblazers in this case. They'd love to learn more about so, it. So, oh, I mean, it answers those three questions, right? Would you use it if you got it for free? Oh, okay. So, I asked Jason this, actually. Yeah. So Jason has the most uh, experience so far with it. I asked him these questions, and this is where, like, being live, you just hear it raw. So if he if you gave it to him free, he said yes, I would use it. I would just uh, do an evaluation. You okay. know, I just make sure that I use it in a way that's safe. Mm -hmm. uh, and I asked him, okay, would you pay the four uh, fifty for it? And he said, it just hasn't earned the trust yet. You know, mm. like so, like so I. I come from it like a, if, if you ask me the same questions, uh, I, I'd love to be a trailblazer. Like try go. out new gear, be the brand new one. So if you gave it to me, I'd throw it on a frag system immediately and try it out. Would you throw it in this tank? Ah, uh, well, okay. Yeah, so it depends on where you are yeah, and exactly. the importance of the tank. So I don't know. He said he, said he thinks he would, but he wouldn't yet because he hasn't built up trust with him yet. Okay. That's just a legit answer, man. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, in terms of will the community buy it, I have no idea. I'll let you guys, uh, you guys can find out. There you go. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I think we'll, we'll find out on all that. So uh, I think that's pretty interesting. So there's other contenders out there as well. People make controllers. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. So here's the thing, man. Again, I told you this earlier. I just stopped listening to all of them because they never materialize. The uh, final product, and then we'll talk. Yeah, and you know what actually irritates me more than anything? What's that? Is a lot of them try to use us as their like paid alpha beta testers. And by paid, meaning I, we pay them. <laughs> you know, like, dude, use your own staff, I'll man. Send these uh, don't to send me you. your like garbage you've barely tested. You try them out and tell us what you think. Yeah, and, and actually, most of them have figured out not to do that because they don't want the staff here at BRS to get open and honest. Yeah, they don't want to get it. They don't want to get it initial bad like uh, brutally honest like interest here. Yeah, you know, like or not bad interest, a bad experience because it, that kind of thing kind of sits uh, under your belt for a while. The hobbyists around here give everything the hardest critical look. I think. Yeah, and I actually go to the show, and every every time I see one, I seem to go talk to the vendors. And 50-50, uh, actually not 50-50, almost every time, uh, they actually say the words to us, we're not ready for you yet, <laughs> right? Uh, like, we're not ready for that scale. Like, if, if you brought it in, it would crash the cloud, man. Mm. You know, like, uh, like don't, we, we're still working on yeah. things here. It, yeah, yeah. it works on a small scale, but it is not ready for that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, well, all right, call me when you are. Uh, I'm not going to hound you about it, and in fact, I really don't because I don't want to pressure you to bring in something that's not ready, so you call me uh, yeah. whenever you're ready, man. I don't know. We'll test it and find out. Uh, all right. So uh, here's the big question. Everybody is watching is like, all right, so which one of these is the best, uh, right? Yeah. Tell me which one is the best. I can tell you what's best for me. Okay. Uh. That's a good answer. <laughs> 
for me, the best, uh, my heart uh, lies with the, the Neptune Apex, but uh, I have such a long familiar history with it. I understand their language. I get exactly how to write the things that make it do what I want to do. It actually excites me to go write that type of stuff and, and I have that insider knowledge of, I know if I, want the, if I want this to happen and this reaction to happen and this reaction to happen, you don't have to make a Barney style four step process to walk me through it. I would actually rather go figure out the back end myself. Uh, and then I really, uh, I just like to see things happen. So I think I was telling you that like Rube Goldberg type, uh, you know, puzzles and things that reaction happens, a reaction happens, a reaction, and then I get my toast. Uh, oh, I'll set one of those. I'll try to set one of those up all day. As long as there's toast at the end. Yeah, as yeah. As I get my toast at the end. All right. <laughs> so I got a better answer than yours. Actually, okay. yours is actually that's, that's a, for me. That was perfect, actually, because it is to you. So uh, this is the answer of which one's best. It does what you want at the price point you want. Okay. End of story. Yeah. Like there is no best, man. Uh, like a like. You have different desires. I want it to be easy. I want it to. I and money's no object. Uh, I want uh, like uh, reliability. I want it mm. to have been tested back as far as it can because I'm putting on a tank like this one. It doesn't matter, man. It's all all up to you. Mm. And actually, I had a really good conversation with uh, Jake Adams uh, this week. Or that was last week, actually, mm -hmm. uh, about controllers. And he shared with me. For him, and I'm gonna butcher this a little bit, so uh, you probably know, you probably watched Jake Adams, you know, and uh, 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 his opinion on controllers, but this is what I got out of it anyway. For him, he doesn't need a controller. A controller is actually the single weak point in the whole system. Mm. Why do I plug everything into one thing and then uh, have it uh, be now the weak point of the whole thing? So he's the type that's yeah. in so in tune to his system mm -hmm. and checking on this and checking on that and checking on that that uh, the controller is just yeah. an extension of it. And he also admitted, man, he likes gear, man. He likes, he's the hoppiest, dude. Yeah. You know, so like he actually did install a lot of this stuff. And then one day he's just looking at all these wires and he wasn't really using it. And he just ripped it all off and went back to his like his back to harness, basics, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Like that's legit. So in that case, man, uh, does what you want, the price you want, it's free, man. That is the right answer, right? Okay. So uh, for me, I'm going to share like what is uh, right for me, and for me, it's been a little bit of an el uh, uh, evolution, mm -hmm. right? So I learned why the Reef Keeper was awesome for me. And then I went all the way like to the Apex. I learned why that was awesome for me. I'm actually going in reverse now. Mm -hmm. uh, and what I've learned, uh, you know, and I think it's kind of the community like shapes our opinions on stuff. Right. Uh, and it was like, you know, control freaks and redundancy. And it, if I haven't like, you know, immediately fixed uh, the, the heater needs to do this and like the, the whole series of events with the toast at the end, you know? I <laughs> love it. And if I haven't done all of that, it wasn't worth it at all. Mm. And I've actually like, you know, wheeled this back for me. And the number one thing after 16 years of doing this is, I just want to know when something breaks the moment it breaks. Yeah. So you know, that's it. 
I want to know when uh, the tank is flooding. I want to know when it's leaking. I want to know when the lights got stuck on because I turned them on for a second just to you mm -hmm. know show my buddies and I forgot. Power heads uh, are getting dirty and not. Yeah, they're wearing, yeah, uh, down wearing or they down. broke. The returns pump stopped working. I want to know when somebody dumped in a bucket of food by accident. Yeah. Uh, I want to know like all the things that have happened to me many, many times over, the difference between success for me, long-term success and short-term success, is just how fast I know about it. And here's the thing, man, I haven't met anybody actually when we have this conversation mm -hmm. we wheel it back from control freak all the way from just, you know, like paying attention to it in the middle of, I haven't met anybody. Some people won't want to pay for it, that's fine. But if it was free, mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who wouldn't want to know the moment that any piece of the life support on the tank broke so you can fix it. 90% of the time, probably more for a lot of people, you are either at home or within 30 minutes of home. Well, and that makes sense because it speaks to it, it speaks to the type of uh, the, the hobbyist that you are. So, uh, like for somebody for uh, like Jake who doesn't want a controller and he's so in tune to his systems, uh, he will most likely be there to catch, you know, to fast catch something that happens in the tank. You know, for somebody like me who uh, spends a lot of time doing something else, you know, and, and, and yeah, gone on the weekends, here at work doing whatever, uh, having, uh, I'm not near my tank, maybe, maybe every other weekend or so, in which case, I, that's really valuable for me to know here on my phone because I'm not there. Well, and you know what, like uh, on your phone, you didn't have to put all that redundancy in, like, re like uh, the, you know, like something failed, the lights are on, uh, the heater's st stuck on, off yeah. on my phone. Yeah. I don't have to actually implement all that stuff, send mm -hmm. the alarm. Mm -hmm. You can, and you probably will, but you don't have to. But right? I, I know now that something happened. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. So that's the biggest thing for me is actually the monitoring piece in it. And mm. so some of you probably are paying attention. You saw the Elmo. And I don't know if we ever called it the Elmo out loud. Oh, But yeah. it was the Apex uh, EL monitor, monitor only. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, that thing, I don't remember exactly what it cost. It was like 250 or something? I think so. Yeah, something yeah, like whatever. that. So here's the thing. is like, uh, I don't know if that is like an evolution of a product. Maybe it'll be something else new. But this is like my dream thing uh, is in the future is if you could have something that uh, had uh, pH because pH will tell me that my kelkwas are overdosed it'll probably if I was in my auto top off that my auto top is mm. not working it will tell me that uh, my calcium reactor is off uh, not working uh -huh. the co2 canister is done laundry it'll, list yeah it'll tell me a two-part overdose could be refugium related could yeah. be all kinds of stuff yeah, yeah it could tell me all kinds of things ph chemistry right there mm -hmm. uh and water level so it will tell Tons me whether or not like if the water level is high the return pump probably failed yep. if it's low the auto top off probably failed yep. right uh and leak sensors almost everybody's gonna run into a leak sometime they come in different forms Sometimes it's your plumbing develops a leak. Sometimes it's the bulkhead in the back of the tank that develops slow a leak. Drips, yeah, slow drips. Slow floods. Worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's actually just your like return pump failed. Water level in your sump goes up. Skimmer's going crazy, spraying foam all over the place. That kind of leak. But eventually somebody's going to run a leak. I want to know about the moment yes. it happens so it doesn't damage my house or my stand. Yeah. Right? And uh, what was the, there's a fourth one in there. So pH 
leaks, water level, temperature. Temperature. Uh, I want to know when somebody, like my furnace failed, I want to know my air conditioning failed, somebody decided it was a great idea to monkey with the thermostat <laughs> or open windows or whatnot, the heater the failed. Heater itself, yeah. yeah. I want to know like uh, the moment that something's going wrong with temperature. And then, you know, I'd really like to know also is when there's a power outage. Yes, the heartbeat. Right, the heartbeat yeah. thing. So if so, I knew all of those things, you know, for 250 bucks, you know what? When you're on vacation or you're out, uh, you know, canoeing the Boundary Waters, or I suppose you don't get cell phones. Yeah, but, <laughs> True, though, uh, if purposely. you're camping in a place you can, yeah. uh, you know what you can do? Ryan, go hey, help my you tank. go look at my tank? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most times I'm 30 minutes. Somebody you know is within 30 minutes of your tank. Your girlfriend's probably there. But you know? would you uh, would you use it if you gave it to me for free? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Would I buy it at 250 bucks? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And then would everybody else buy it? Well, they I bought like 150 of them yeah. something in 24 hours. So yeah. I'm pretty certain. And it didn't even do all It's just things. a monitoring tool. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, to be honest, man, I, I don't know why they don't make that thing. Uh, mm. I like, like do my best to twist their arm. Maybe it'll show up in the future. I, I think it's because, frankly, they got bigger stuff on the plate. Yeah. Right? So you'd like to think they have like a infinite amount of hours to chase uh, every fairytale no. that everybody draws up. Uh, it's not true. Yeah. Uh, there's a limited amount of engineering there. Uh, even though they dump all the resources into producing all this new stuff, they can only really do so much. I'd like to think that this thing shows up because this is the number one piece. So you see all that value in it. It's not even a controller now, it's just a monitor. But it comes pre-configured. Mm. You don't have to learn anything. You plug it in and the only thing you really need to know is know your own phone number and how to spell your name. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do that, then all of a sudden I'm going to get push notifications and, and uh, uh, text emails messages and emails and when any of this stuff happens. Oh, sold me. Turns out <laughs> I can spell my name and I know my phone number. <laughs> so I don't know. But here's the real story, though, behind it. To yeah. be honest, I, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond that. That's the number one reason that I'm going to use it. Okay. But I'm also going to do all the redundancy. Yeah. And here's actually the thing. So... So you're doing, we did the 30-part episode on uh, the, oh, your Apex. the Apex yep. way back in the day. You guys may have noticed that Randy's doing like master your Apex now because mm -hmm. he's one-upping me. He knows more about this <laughs> than I do. Uh, I mean, uh, if I read the comprehensive manual. I'm yes, biased. I've never read no. the 180 pages. So uh, here's the thing, though. This is what this looks like every time we do one of these. We're not treating, last time we treated it oh, like it was a module. Well, last, last time you went like, all right, here's the PM1 module. Here's what it can do. Here's how you program oh, yeah. it. And then it does, it could do this, this, and this. This time it's, uh, hey, you have, do you have a skimmer? Are you, do you have a skimmer? Okay, well, has your skimmer done this, 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 this? Can it do this, this, this? What are you going to do about it? Oh, well. Here's what the Apex can do. So let me actually give you the actual process be behind producing one of yeah. these things. Yeah, yeah. So these, you nailed it, though, that we're no longer treating it like an outlet. It's not a brick of eight outlets. It's mm. the life support. So outlet number one is not an outlet. It is a heater. It's temperature control for this organism that lives in Minnesota that should be in uh, Indonesia, right? <laughs> True. It's a, uh, outlet number one is temperature. Outlet number two is the skimmer. This is how we get the pollution out of the tank Just and like the environment, space. right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's the life support mechanism. So what we do uh, when we produce one of these things is Randy comes in, and the first thing we say is, what are all the ways the skimmer could fail you? 
Yeah. And the first thing you say, I don't know, there's three. Turns out there's 33. Right? <laughs> there is, yep. And we just brainstorm all these ways. Ah, I could do this. And then you're like, all right, mm -hmm. so how could I use the apex to fix all those things? Mm. Not only just fix them if they caught them, but how can I make the apex, in this case, make the skimmer actually smarter, safer, and perform better? Yeah. Yeah. All right? Well, let's think about all those things. And better yet, at the end of it, we come up with that list. I personally don't know how to implement it all. I'll leave it to Randy, right? <laughs> but actually, now that he's doing it, I'm thinking I'm setting up my own tank at home. Like, these are awesome. I'm going to use it. Yeah. Because I actually hadn't thought about all these things in relation to a protein skimmer before. But they can happen. Yeah, and I can implement it Love at home have. now. And somebody's already done the work for me, and the code and stuff is already there. Yeah. So, right. I don't know. So, uh, hopefully that'll be the next uh, evolution of this thing uh, is just keeping making it easier, removing, like, understanding the value of what these things do. You can decide for yourself which tool actually does it because mm. most of the information actually applies to anything. You just have to figure out your own steps for the, the next thing. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, exciting times. Controller talk. It really fires me up. I like yeah. it. All right, well, I'm maybe uh, we'll answer a couple of questions there's a here. Couple, there's a couple of them in here. Uh, Carlos is here, and a bunch of team is here. Oh. Diablo says, uh, gave us five bucks, so we got to throw that in there. Thanks for all you do for the community. Appreciate you, Diablo. Oh, actually, I see the one in the Senai. Uh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah, so X Sans asks, is the Senai any good? You know, I don't know. This one was interesting. I just, like, put it on my own tank, you know? Mm -hmm. So I do have some recent, you know, feedback from it. So it's a monitor. In that conversation of monitor or automation or control. Can you spell your name? It's a Can monitor. Can you put your phone number in? That's, it is kind of that easy. <laughs> it is yeah. easy. And put this little slide in there. Uh, so one of the, my disappointments with it, actually, was uh, I thought I could use it to cycle uh, mm, the tank and the mon monitor yeah. the cycle. And I'll tell you, you probably could. I just don't think it's the best use for that now. Okay. Uh, and so the reason for that is at a low pH, it actually measures uh, uh, like a ammonia gas, gas. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that toxic ammonia, not uh, ammonium. And at a low pH, most of it is actually ammonium. Mm. Uh, and so the reality is in a brand new tank, often that don't have the lights on, the pH is pretty low. So it actually reads like there's no ammonia. Now, technically speaking, you know, there's no toxic ammonia or very little, so it's telling you it's safe, but it isn't really giving you the insight into like how your yeah. cycle's going. What it's really actually good for is later stages of the tank when you mm. have uh, uh, like lights on, the pH is closer to your 8 to 8.3. Something happens and the ammonia spikes. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. This is the only tool out there that will tell you something actually died in the tank. Well, it's, I mean, it does have the pH and the temperature and the water level sensor and the PAR meter built in too. So mm -hmm. I, if you're not using it just for the ammonia piece, there's benefit around that too. It's one of those kind of oddball tools because it's a mix of par meter, pH, uh, <laughs> ammonia, uh, uh, temperature, and water, water level. Water level, yeah. I don't know. It's just super easy to install. I'm just going to be honest, though. My own personal opinion is, like, it's just a pulse. Yeah. Like, I find the pH probe to actually be more accurate mm. than the tab. Uh, it's a decent pulse. And so... They've got the right idea mindset monitor wise maybe not in one single unit separate them out for their own what their intended purpose is but that mindset of monitoring let me tell you this if you have a computer right next to your tank where you can use just the 200 dollars one and plug it in great 
if mm. you have to buy the $300 web server to go with it, uh, it's, a, it's a hard stretch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Take it, take it, take it or leave it. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Carlos is saying from uh, Coralview, he says, the sense ports are for temp, water floats, leak detector, flow sensor, leak, uh, leak, leak rope. rope, and uh, skimmer water sensor. Yeah, the leak rope was actually really interesting. It was like a, like a kind of a plastic rope that you can put around a bunch of different areas instead of just a single oh, location. So I was looking at that. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's like a you know, it must be like a conduct, con, uh, uh, plastic with conductivity. That's really cool. A conducive. Uh, so if you get a little drip, it would really work well if uh, like water spilling over the edge of your tank or something. All right, cool. Uh, Sven says, I come back to it. Why do we need a controller? Why do we need a controller when the pumps, lights, dosers can all be programmed? Yeah, again, so this is actually one of the points that uh, we missed today is uh, that whole debate versus. So why, know, why do I need one? Does the controller actually form the weak point in the whole system? Mm. When I plug all my gear in there, now is it actually at more risk? I've taken some, all of these individual risks and I've consolidated them into one location. Okay, so this is, uh, you can make up your own opinion, mm. but uh, I, my experience is this. If you have a good controller that's been tested uh, long term and can be trusted, the single point mm. combined with the redundancies, combined with the notification that something's going wrong, greatly exceeds uh, the risk that it has because all of those things that are plugged in are going to fail. Well, it's more redundant than plugging something into the wall. Uh, like maybe you have a couple power strips. Maybe they're split between two breakers. But what if your whole home goes out? I didn't know that the power went out. Uh, there is no like backup for them or, or whatnot as far as like where they fall. If some of like that one outlet went off, but not this one. Uh, so I could see putting, it's not putting your eggs in one basket because you put your eggs in one basket when you put a single power strip into the wall. Well, I'll just, in my, yeah, it's I just, a, it's a big debate. It, uh, for yeah. a while. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, if it's good, the, 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 the analogy is true, but the benefits greatly exceeds uh, the risk. True. Uh, and I, I can tell you this, not having one has put tanks in danger so many times. Having one, has so few times actually put the day in, take in danger. So just experience tells me otherwise. Yeah. That's all based on having one though that isn't weaker than the rest of it combined. So uh, you're just gonna have to debate that for yourself yep. uh, and the longevity of it. Uh, I'm not sure if this was answered by Carlos or the, or, or the Coral View team, but uh, Battle Lurker was asking if the Hydros has any breakout box type of accessory ports. I don't know the did answer ever, to that did question. Did you ever see that, Adam? No? I don't know the answer to the question. Uh, so maybe uh, uh, maybe we'll the Coralview team will chime in here right at the end but on that one. Yeah. Right uh, on. Carlos from Coralview also says, uh, routers given to you by your internet service provider, super crappy. That is 100% true. Yeah, you know what, man? I've been trying to like chase my way out of that whole, like the, the Xfinity ones. Terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I, but here's the problem. I got a lot of stuff connected, and maybe it's just my own problem. But I actually bought like those that like Nest Google uh, like uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know what it's mm -hmm. like a There's, grid uh, what do they call that uh, when they all work together. Uh, there's a name for it. Anyway, uh, it's mesh. a smart yeah. yeah the, oh the mesh, the mesh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, 
So your uh, CO2 alarms and your know, fire man. alarms. I got two of them in my house now, and like one of them always isn't working. Uh, <laughs> and so I just flip back between the, the Xfinity one and the mesh. Uh, <laughs> one of them eventually works. And then eventually I had to go reboot both of them. Oh, that's terrible. I don't know, man. I had bad luck with them. But definitely, I, I think Carlos is right. The ones from your, your router get used pretty heavily. They put in a new nice package for you when yeah, you get it. But it's one it's of the cheapest ones house. they can get. Yeah. Yeah, nature of it. Uh, All right. Last one here from Jay Kelly says, Reef Pie and Smart Bars are the future. All right, man. Well, see, dude, like there's a different uh, tool. Like you have your needs. You have your, the cost you want to put it, and there's the right tool for the right job for everybody. Yeah. Use it correctly, and you'll get the results you're, you're looking for. Hopefully you guys uh, got a little window into, you know, I don't know, like, There's yeah, some behind the scenes in here if you uh, listen. Come back and watch it again. At 15 years of controllers, <laughs> I don't know, condensed. I, I, I literally had to spend hours like putting together notes trying to remember how this all played out in yeah. my head. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, so here's the thing. My wife is due tomorrow with uh, uh, my new son. I don't know when, it's, when he's going to come, so imagine in the next week. I doubt you're going to see me uh, mm. uh, or live next week. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it from my house. There you go. Uh, who knows? But uh, uh, it might be a couple weeks off. Uh, Black Friday and stuff is coming up soon, too, so I don't know. You got that going on. But yeah. if you want to get back to the 360 here, I'm going to, like, uh, one of my maternity leave. She did all the hard work, but uh, <laughs> somehow I get a leave. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I go take care of all the other kids. Uh, so uh, I'll probably be on 